Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of pink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters, the ESW, J, Tempest, Brianna Lynn, Daddy J, Fabe, Embers, William P, Lady, Claire, Savage Heart, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Blue Aries, and Sea Dog 87. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Okay, I can start now? Yes. She yelled at me before I started too soon. God, I wasn't ready, okay? Sorry, so I didn't have your consent to get started? You did not. But now <sighs> you do, so go ahead. Okay, now that I have your consent to talk <laughs> about today's episode, which is consent. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why we did that little bit. I really, really wanted to talk about consent because, I mean, it's a hot button topic anyway in BDSM. We always talk about how consent is the cornerstone, the foundation. You can't do anything in this lifestyle without consent. But one of the phrases you hear a lot, especially from my friend Dara over there. I don't know what you're talking about. I never said this before ever. Is the term in enthusiastic the consent. Yeah. And see, I'm a big believer in that, but I think Rara and I have different definitions of what the word enthusiastic means, mostly because she's a cheerleader. And I think she thinks the word enthusiastic means, yes, let's do it. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, that's actually what the term enthusiastic means. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) denotation wise, yes. But if you're talking about connotation, obviously, that's going to be slightly different for everybody. We're going to get into all of that and we're going to have our usual debate debate over something that while theoretically we have the same thoughts, we're coming at it from entirely different angles. Gee, I wonder why. Because we, be th- we never do that. <laughs> Not one time in our entire lifetime of being together in this lifestyle <laughs> have we ever disagreed on anything ever. All right. No, I just think it's really cool though. I actually, I was thinking about this. We more often than not come at something agreeing to the basic concept of it, but we come at it from very different angles. We absolutely do. And I think that's because of the different relationships we're in. Yep. You have a committed, mostly monogamous relationship. I'm Polly without a kink partner. Yes. Well, without a romantic kink partner. I have, I have kink play partners that it's not romantic. Right. You have a romantic partner who is not a kink partner. No, he's just a swinger. How, I mean, seriously, can that be considered kink? It's an alternative lifestyle, right? It's an alternative lifestyle. It's debatable with people as to whether or not that's a kink. Hmm. Hey, Diesel, is it kinky if you're a swinger? He's not answering. No. I know. Anyway. He might be answering it to himself and he'll text you when he hears this. 
we also are different age groups. Very. And that sometimes affects. I mean, I laugh. I've recently learned, thanks to the joys of TikTok, that those of us who are Gen X were raised on sarcasm. And I just sort of went, well, yeah, I didn't know that wasn't how others were raised. Um, <laughs> I don't think my parents were very sarcastic at all. Well, your parents aren't Gen X, though. But- no, and but my parents' age would have been the generation right before yours. They're boomers. So are my parents, so, yeah. Yeah, but mine were really old when they had me. Mine were very, very young when they had me. Yeah, mine were old. Yeah. And I say old, I say old, and that's literally like the age I am now. In fact, they were younger than me when they had, they were younger than my current age. Um, That made sense in my head. I'm going to be our podcast dom and get us back on track here. We definitely need one. That position is still open. But we, we come at things, our kinks are different. Yes. Our relationships are different. Our ages are different. And I think that's all part of it. And that's, a very good thing in the long run, because even though we may have the same philosophies and stuff, healthy debate is really, really good. It absolutely is. Plus, it gives you guys, you're not all the same. So it lets you see all the different angles. It's okay. I'm right. We all know it. But the one thing we can absolutely agree on is the actual dictionary definition of consent. That would be denotation. Which is permission for <laughs> something to happen or agreement to do something. Yes, that you agree we can on that agree one? on. Okay. Absolutely. Whew. All right, one agreement down. Well, I mean, permission is is a big part of that. You can't just you can't just say, yeah, I give my consent, but you can't do that. I mean, that's literally doesn't make sense. Now, there are many ways we can give that permission explicitly. We can say, yes, I consent to this, or we can give it implicitly by either not stopping or not saying no. I'm gonna call that one. I think implicit. I don't think is good. And that's probably part of what we're going to talk about. Because to me, the whole just not saying no, I'm going to get into something very dark here for a second. Do I have your consent to get into something kind of dark? You have my blanket consent to say whatever the fuck you want. Just understand I may disagree with you. All right. So the whole concept of the implicit, the way you just described it, was simply not saying no and therefore giving consent. Correct? Correct. When I was 17, I was sexually assaulted in my car by a coworker. I didn't say no. It was still sexual assault. I was too scared to say no. He was also 28 at the time, so that had something to do with it. And I wasn't as um, into the lifestyle as I was. Obviously, I, I had done nothing at that point because I didn't get into the lifestyle until I was 19, which is a couple years later. But I didn't say no. And I just kind of waited it out because I was too scared to do anything about it. So With that definition, that would be implied consent. And I'm pretty sure that's what he thought. Except in that instance, when I talk about implied consent, I am not talking about instances where you're forced to or you're afraid to say no. I'm talking about, for example, when I do an impact scene, Mm -hmm. I have consented to impact. What I may not have done is expressly gone through every single toy and said yes or no. And that to me is the incorrect way to do it. If they pick something up that you have not, we've already said this, but you're also, I have said yes to canes. I don't necessarily need to say yes to that cane, that cane, that cane, that cane. It is one way to do it. But if you say yes to canes, that's fine. That's saying yes to canes. If you did not say yes to canes and they bring out a cane and you don't say no, that to me is not right. You did not expressly say yes to canes. It doesn't matter if it's that cane or a different cane. See, and coming at it from somebody who does impact regularly, I have listed my limits. I have said before the scene what I will and will not do. Okay. I will, I do not say, I will say yes 
to impact. I am saying no to whips. I am saying no to blood play, though I wouldn't normally say that, but I might. Just as an example. Example. Okay. I'm not listing every single possible implement that can be used on me because the list of implements you can use in impact is unreal. And if I'm going to list every single one, my negotiations is going to take days. So in this case, what I'm doing is I'm going to say, I am saying no to these. The implied consent is the rest is yes, because as long as it's falling under impact. And I guess to me, it's just one of those things where you have to, you have to expressly say which is which. Uh, so for example, in electro, if I have somebody say that they like scratchy, I will pull out my scratchy implements and say, all right, this is this one. This is this one. This is this one. Which one do you want? Or all they're like, oh yeah, all three is good. Okay, fine. I'll use all three or I'll pick whichever one. Do you do that every single time you play with somebody or just the first time you play with them? Every time, believe it or not. The exception is, so that's in the private uh, sessions at my house that I actually get paid for, the professional ones. If we're talking about at a party, those people, if they're new, yeah, I'll go through that whole damn thing. If it's somebody that I've worked with a bunch of times, a moderated version of that, but I'll still say, are you doing scratchy today? Are you doing thuddy today? Are you doing more prickly today? What are you going for? And again, there are certain people that I will actually give happy endings to even at parties. I did one at the most recent party and she's probably listening to the podcast. And that was something that we specifically negotiated for. What I do is my friend, John, we've played together multiple times. I don't need to give my consent to the toys every single time. There is implied consent that I've agreed to it in the past. I haven't taken the consent away. So the consent is implied that time we played together. That's somebody that you've worked with a lot though. But that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying you're immediately jumping into don't do this. I'm saying there's so many nuances. And this is one of the reasons I hate the term enthusiastic consent, because people don't always understand those nuances. So you need to understand them between you and your partner, but the person watching my scene doesn't need to know about them. Wasn't there a story from, was it you or somebody else whose scene got stopped because the person who was watching, there were people who were watching, did not understand that there was consent given previously. Yeah, that wasn't me because remember, I I like to make my scenes group activities. Yeah. So I I talk enough to the people around me, they understand. But yeah, we did hear a friend that happened to. I think, yeah, that must have been a a recent story because it's stuck in my head right now that they actually had a DM called on them, even though because the person didn't understand. And that's why I have this issue with enthusiastic because great, we are teaching newbies about consent and it's important. But if we're teaching them that people require enthusiastic consent, they are not understanding the nuances. For example, John, perfect example. John will come out and go, I'm going to hit you with this. Okay. And sometimes my response to him will be, okay. (laughs) Or there's definitely a question at the end of it, especially Wartenberg wheel. Like of all the things he fucking hits me with, I freak out when he pulls out the Wartenberg he wheel. He hits you with a no, Wartenberg no. wheel? What I'm saying is he hits me with things and I don't mind. And then he pulls out the goddamn Wartenberg wheel and I want to kill him. He rolls it, right? He right. doesn't hit it. N- right. Holy shit. But that actually point, freaked me out. Sorry. But my point being is, is that's when I start going, okay, there is to the person who doesn't know, there is nothing enthusiastic about that conversation. I am not saying to him, yes, do it. Absolutely. So if you don't know and you're listening to it, 
you're probably thinking there's no enthusiastic consent happening when I play with him because we've discussed things before. He's not going to ask me anything. We're just going to start an impact scene. He knows, for example, I love the motherfucker. So he knows he doesn't ask me before he uses the motherfucker. We have not had a negotiation before that scene where he says, may I use the motherfucker on you? Because he knows the consent is implied. It's been given in the past. I did not take it away for this scene. It's there. He knows that. The person watching does not know that. And if they're standing there waiting for an enthusiastic consent, they're not getting anything that resembles enthusiasm. And that's my concern of using that term. Okay. So what you're saying is you don't think that people should use the term enthusiastic consent for each and every item. What I'm saying is you should be giving enthusiastic consent for the scene. But what I'm trying to say is that if somebody on the outside is looking in and they're waiting to see an enthusiastic consent... But that's exactly what I said. You gave enthusiastic consent for the scene itself, not necessarily every single item. What I want to use and what I want to put out there is the term informed consent. Okay. Remember, I'm the prick. Yes. Personal responsibility, informed, consensual kink. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm just... um, So again, for example, when I do the electro scenes... Even if it's a person that I've worked with a bunch of times, I will show them every time. And I may not say, hey, do you want to use this? But I'll like raise an eyebrow or something or look at them like, hey, this cool? And they were like, yeah, that's cool. We've already negotiated most of it, but I will still show them every time. So I'm not sure is that I guess that would be considered informed because I am informing them of what I'm about to use and giving them the opportunity to say no. But informed consent is not you informing them you're going to use it. Informed consent is... I know what that toy does, what the risks are involved with that toy, and what that toy may do to me. Break skin, leave a bruise. Well, you know, there was that time that I didn't mean to break skin and I accidentally did on you. Well, let's talk about that. I did not give you express active consent to break my skin. And I to didn't cause blood, right? I didn't give myself consent okay. to do that either. Versus the scenes that I've done with Simple Beauty where we pull out the paddles with the spikes on them. And we know that there is going to be blood at the end of that scene, right? Yes. My scene with you, you pulled out a curry comb. There was no discussion about blood. But here's the informed consent. I've played with curry combs. I know that's a risk involved with curry combs. I know that's potential happening. And I gave you permission to use that. I did not give you permission to draw blood. But I gave you my informed consent with a toy that could potentially draw blood. And when you drew blood, did I freak out? No, I couldn't stop laughing. That was the worst that happened. That's the thing. We didn't know that I did until later because your butt was so red that we didn't know about it until you posted the picture. But my point being is that was informed consent. Before I used that tool, there was informed consent because I knew what it was capable of. And even though there was no consent given to draw blood. You knew the risk. I knew the risk. Did I ask you beforehand to actually use it? Yes. Did I do the thing where I showed you? You showed me you had it. Mm -hmm. Whether you expressly said, may I use it or not, I don't know. I don't think I I normally say, can I use this implement? I normally just hold it up, look at the person and they're like, yeah. Because remember, we have it and we have it on tape. We have a whole thing where I pointed out, oh, I have a toy just like that. Mm -hmm. Except mine's used for blood. Yes, we did video. exactly what I said. (laughs) Right? So this this is what I'm talking about is there's so many nuances, dare I say it, there's 50 shades of nuances. Don't stare at me like that. 
I do not give you permission <laughs> to give me the You have zero eye. control over my face, all right? <laughs> Let's get that right now. You may be the boss in the podcast and, you know, your whole life, but you do not have permission to <laughs> regulate my face, okay? That's mine and mine alone. <laughs> Fair enough. Dara's freak out for the day. Fair enough. <laughs> but this is this is why I don't like if somebody had looked at that who doesn't know and doesn't understand us and might not know that I like blood play would look at that and think, oh my God, she drew blood and there was no negotiations. Rara never gave her permission to draw blood. You're absolutely right. I Listen, didn't. Let's face it. If it wasn't you, I probably would have been in trouble. Well, because somebody might not realize, they might not be informed right. that the potential for a curry comb, because it's got really sharp points, right? the potential for a curry comb is breaking of the skin. Well, and you know what? Here's the other thing. The normal thing I use the curry comb for is not smacking you with it. Right. That was for you special. In fact, I'm pretty sure I bought the curry comb for you special. Aw, I love you too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I specifically remembered you liked the curry comb and I got, the, I got a two pack just for our scene. So I remember doing that. But normally what I would use it for is the same as my bandsaw blade, mm -hmm. just dragging it. Right. But again, it still could draw blood not because that really. is really not the way I do it. Not with the scratching. You would hope it will scratch, but scratches can draw blood. I don't do it I'm, that deep. Honestly, it's literally just very light on the surface just to feel the pinpricks. I'm not saying that it would happen. I'm saying it has the potential. Sure. It might happen. Okay. I'll give you that. Right. One. It might happen. So that's all that the, your bottom needs to be aware of. You can certainly say to them, it probably won't. It almost never. You just need to be aware it might. And then they can make an informed, consensual decision. So I'm just thinking off the top of my head, if they have like a back pimple or something and I scrape over that, it could potentially pop and have blood. Yep. Which would be disgusting and it would burn the whole damn kit. Yep. But this is why I prefer the term informed consent versus enthusiastic. I can see where you're going with this. I just think enthusiastic to me is more just the scene itself. Well, here's not each and every implement. Here's what I, the terms that I think maybe might be better for you. And that would be you want active consent. I like this. Not passive consent. Yes. Oh, God, no. Passive right? consent makes me think that's the whole not saying no right. one. And that, that puts my brain back into the danger zone. That's a hell no. So instead of enthusiastic consent, you use the term active consent. You have to say yes. It is not enough for you just not to say no. You actually have to say yes. I need to hear the word yes from you. That is, yeah, I will, I will say I practice what I preach in that because I do require an actual yes or the word green or something like that to continue with the scene. Mm -hmm. I need to hear it. I have enough experience with, with passive and all this other shit to the whole not saying no part that I will never, ever accept that as an answer. So that's the explicit, the active. You must say yes. We must hear the words yes from you. But sometimes you don't actually need that word yes. For example, the last impact scene I topped for, I pointed out my toy collection and I said, pick out the ones you want. She never said the word yes, but by going and actually taking the toy off the hook and laying it out on the table that I was using, I understood I had permission. I had her consent to use those toys. Was that me? No. Huh. 
Sounds familiar. It sounded like what we did. Because that's what I do when I play with somebody, especially somebody new. Yeah. The first but time. That, that is still, and I like the way you put that, that is still active consent. You are actively picking out what you right. want to use. And that is pretty similar to what I do with electro. I say, pick your top ones. If I've only got 10, 15 minutes at a scene at a party, I say, pick your top three. Pick the three you want me to use. I'll make suggestions and they'll say, okay, yeah, I want that. Based on what I know, uh, based on what we've negotiated, I can make suggestions. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the decision is theirs. Right. Can you give other examples of giving active consent without using the word yes? Well, there's green. Mm-hmm. There's the very firm nod. Right. I clap. <laughs> Sometimes I'll go, oh, goody, 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 goody. Oh, my God, really? Well, I really like impact. That's worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my enthusiasm. I, I do get enthusiastic because, again, former cheerleader, but. Okay, so I, I just had an idea. I just remembered something. Uh, my last scene that I that I had a session for, I was suggesting things during the negotiation based on her answers, and she never actually said yes, and she never nodded, but what she did do was stick her tongue between her teeth yeah. and smile like crazy. There you go. And do a little wiggle. Well, and I'm like, there's like the puppy butt wiggle. Yes, that. You oh, know, God, like, I'll do that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> I want it. And, and this is why, again, we're back to the enthusiastic. I want people to understand. Enthusiastic can show up in so many different ways. You don't all have to be a cheerleader like rah-rah. No. In fact, let's not. Why? Because I was goth in high school and I hated cheerleaders. Come on. Really? Yeah. You and I would not have been friends. I was friends with everybody. I was, no, I was goth. I was friends with everybody because I was the cheerleader. I loved you all. So yeah, (laughs) in my head, that would not have been, maybe, if we had a class together, maybe. Okay. We both do talk a lot, so that may have worked regardless. But anyway, yeah, it was actually, it was super cute. Another term you'll hear is ongoing consent. So it's where I've given you the consent before and it just continues until I take that consent away, which let me be very clear. You can undo consent at any point, at any time in a scene. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Even before the scene starts, I'll give you an example. I had somebody who I knew through our party world, ran into him a lot at different parties, and he was very interested in playing and topping me for an impact scene. And I'm always on the lookout for new impact tops because everybody offers me something different. And as I said, I service bottom a lot. For people who have partners already, but their partners don't like as much pain as I do. So I'll be the service bottom so that the top can let loose a little bit more. Practice. Practice. <laughs> and this was, in this instance, this was somebody whose partner was not into as much pain. And so I figured I would service bottom for them. And before we were at, not even at the party when we were supposed to do the scene, but at a party before when we first started talking, we actually started our negotiations. Cool. And he pulled out his toys to show me what he had so I could say yes or no. And mind you, again, I had consented to doing a scene with him to do an impact scene. And the first toy, I'm like, oh, this is a great toy. Went through like about five or six toys, every one of them. I said, this is easy. Perfect. Not a problem. He pulls out another toy and he said, people really hate this one. It's nasty. And I tried it on myself. And I said, oh, that's not that bad. Sure. You can include this in the pile. Mm -hmm. So of course, so as you can see throughout the entire process, I am giving active consent. And then he opened his mouth and says to me, oh, yay, a real masochist. Finally, I've never played with a real masochist before. Uh I can't wait. Oh, God. And at that point, 
I revoked consent. Explain why, because that ought to be interesting, your way of thinking on that. I mean, me, I'm thinking, oh, God, Rara hates labels. It had nothing to do with labels and everything to do with I no longer trusted him. Okay, why? Because I now started to worry that he was going to try more than he should to prove a point and let loose. And and he has made an assumption now that I can handle X amount of pain. Mm -hmm. We haven't played together yet. He hasn't touched me with a single toy. Every toy that I consented to, I tried on myself. And my fear was this guy was now going to go all out from the first minute because he's thinking you can handle it. And enjoy it. And that may be a person who doesn't understand you need a warm up. Right. Who doesn't understand. Yes, I can handle that pain. Not in the first minute. Yeah. Maybe not in the first five minutes. Maybe it's at minute 10 is when I can handle it. We don't know yet. But I started to have doubts as to whether or not he would be careful with what he was doing. And he was way too excited about playing with a quote unquote real masochist, which also shows he doesn't understand. Right. Because for those who are not sure, and we'll get into labels in a whole nother episode, but just quickly because it's important here. A masochist means you get pleasure from pain. There's nothing in that definition that talks about how much pain you need to get the pleasure. Right. I know people who identify as, as masochists. What they think is pain is my warm up. They're it's, just as much a masochist as I am. Well, it also has to do with your pain tolerance. Yes. And your your skin sensitivity and a whole bunch of other factors. I mean, Rara's ass is basically leather at this point. Oh, she yeah. wouldn't know, you know, and then me who bruises like a peach, we're going to have different levels. Now, I do not identify as a masochist, not one single little bit. So when Rara and I did our impact scene, she went pretty fucking light compared to what most people would get. Now, again, I don't identify as a masochist, so I don't get enjoyment from pain. I enjoyed the experience. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really neat. And I did learn a whole lot. Like, for example, I giggled through the entire thing. That was something I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea that I would do something like that. But, you know, if I did identify as a masochist, I still bruise like a peach. Right. And that probably would be the what, what the guy would refer to as not a real masochist. Right. But that doesn't mean... And again, the amount of pain is not in the definition of masochist. So that's what people have to understand. You can like light amounts of pain and you're fine because either one, you can't take anymore or to you, that light, what I consider a light amount of pain is not light. But anyway, there were a lot of red flags for me. So I revoked consent because you can. You can revoke consent beforehand. You can revoke consent in the middle of a scene. You can revoke consent for a specific item, right? That's what a safe word is. Safe word is revoking consent. Red light. Stop. That is revoking consent. Or in my case, okay, 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 okay. Exactly. <laughs> Which sounds like enthusiastic consent, doesn't it? Thank you. But we... we oh, I love it when she finally realizes I know it all. Sorry. Okay, you know what? You say that one more time, I quit. I am not going to deal with that kind of bullshit. <laughs> Look at She's trying to police my face. She's trying to police what comes out of my mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> stupid Virgo. <laughs> You're stupid freak. Virgo, too. I know. <laughs> I know. That's probably the problem. <laughs> Virgo no. versus Virgo. That's in a whole other boxing match right there. <laughs> Who can clean something the best? Not you. Me. 
Really? I'm a perfectionist, but I hate cleaning. You so know, it's all you know, you know who would beat both of us? Who? Daddy J. Oh, that's true. The OCD cleaner yeah. of the year. Yeah, that one. Anyway, sorry, Daddy, I love you. Anyway, <laughs> love you too. <laughs> I'm gonna get my. Okay, I'm gonna get spanked for that. My okay, 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 okay. Kind of does sound like enthusiastic consent, but to me and Daddy J, who knew he knows this, he we've discussed this, we discovered this. That's a no. That's oh my god, you better fucking stop because I don't remember the word red. That's that's literally what you know. It is. It's interesting. I saw a really good TikTok the other day from one of one of my favorite adorable TikTok creators, Papa Bear. <laughs> that is a great name. <laughs> that's a cute name. If you if you saw his picture, you'd know why it gets called Papa Bear. And he brings up a very valid point that yes, w- many of us use the traffic light system, red, yellow, green, but stop can absolutely be a safe word because for a lot of us. When you're deep into things, you might not remember red. Yep. So I use the traffic light system within work. Mm -hmm. It's just helpful. And so for me, remembering to say red light or green light, yellow light, that comes natural for me. That's not going to be the case with everybody. For most people, I think the natural thing is to yell stop. Yep. So unless you're one of those people who knows that part of you... Like Dara, you go, no, 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 even though you don't really mean it. No, well, I'm not saying you say, okay, 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 which in which do you, that's part of negotiation. So you need to know this so you can tell your top. Yeah. Look, here's what I do and say, and here's what it means, because I want you to understand the consent and when I'm revoking it. Yeah. So that's a very good point because we, Daddy J and I didn't know about that one. I didn't know about that one until a particular scene that we were doing that we call the trifecta. Oh, yeah. My trifecta is probably very different than your trifecta. It's an electro trifecta. Anyway, so it was a it's like a it's a forced orgasm situation and I couldn't take it anymore. And I forgot red, forgot no, forgot stop, forgot everything. I was almost nonverbal. And the only thing I could say was, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. As I said, I almost never use red light. Red. I've, I only once actually said red. There was another time with Simple Beauty where I had to say, I need to get out and I need to get out now. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody could look at that and go, well, she didn't say red. Okay, come on. That, that's red. Well, she questioned it. She said, do I have time to do this? She was questioning right. whether or not it was an emergency, but she never she never said, uh, no, I'm going to keep going because that's not yeah. your safe word. I mean, you'll hear, if you hang out in dungeons long enough, at some point, you'll hear the running joke, no is not a safe word. Yeah. Okay. And that is amongst people who know each other well enough. Because as I said, some people will jokingly go, no, no, but they don't mean it. And this is where all the other nuances nuances come into play. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did that to you. Yeah. Several times when we were talking about preparing our impact scene, every like there's a TikTok video where you're announcing and I'm going, no, don't do that. No, guys, don't do that. But like Rara and I know each other well enough that we knew that no was totally fake. Yeah. If I had ever once said to Rara, Red, I don't want to do this, or even not said Red, if I had looked at her dead in the eye and said, I don't want to do this anymore. I know we said we would with the patron thing, but I really don't want to do this. She would have nixed it right there. Yeah. So uh, another example is Dara, bless her heart, said she would do two staples as part of Patreon. (laughs) I did offer that. Yeah. Now, look, technically somebody could say she consented, but I read her body language and I knew that was consent given under duress. It was which is not real 
consent. It wasn't necessarily under duress. It was... Nobody was forcing her but herself, but mm-hmm. still. It was something I didn't actually want to do. Right. So I actually revoked consent and said, I won't do it. And I won't allow you to do it. Yep. Because you really don't want to. Nope. And I was, I was going to do it. And that's where those nuances come in. Because again, somebody from the outside could look in and said, but she offered. She said she would do it. And that to me is the difference between a fake dom and a good dom. Actually being able to read somebody's body language, even if you don't know them that well, being able to like actually see what they really mean, that's a big deal. And that's a safe player way to go. This week's episode is sponsored by an incredibly talented photographer, Jay Yee. Jay offers a wide variety of vanilla photo shoots such as headshots, conventions, weddings, family photos, dating profile photos, proposals, and more. Rara and I have known Jay for years, and when his clients have given permission, we've been able to see some of his photos. And wow, we are amazed at how he is able to capture a moment in time that shows the joy and beauty of the people in the photo. I remember seeing some maternity shots that he did, and the mother was glowing. I can only imagine how it will feel to look back on those photos years from now and remember the excitement she felt that was so clearly captured in the photos. But what's so cool about Jay is he is a kinkster himself, so he also offers amazing kink photos. He can do solo shoots, such as boudoir photos, or couple shoots, like a collaring ceremony. Maybe you want professional shots of your scenes, like rope suspension. If you have an idea, Jay can probably make it happen. He works throughout the Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. areas, but he's also willing to travel to some parts of West Virginia. You can reach out to Jay to discuss your photo needs either through his website at www.jyphoto.com. That's J-Y-I-P-H-O-T-O dot com or even through FetLife. His handle is ISO800. And if you visit his website, which we will list in the show notes, you can see some of his beautiful work. So if you need someone to help you capture those once-in-a-lifetime moments, check out jyephoto.com. My tops who I play with regularly, they can read my body language. John, his, his scenes and my scenes almost always take place on a spanking bench. He is pretty much taking ownership of my spanking bench. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, he, he does a lot of scenes yeah, on that. Come to he will tell you. Do you know what he watches to read my body language? You know what gives me away? Your feet. My feet. I knew that one. My toes. How I curl them, how I move them, that tells him when I'm just up at a point where I might yellow and he knows to stop. Mm -hmm. Cute story about the whole feet talking thing. My mom and I apparently have the same trait. You have happy feet? I do. I definitely have happy feet. (laughs) My dad, growing up, my dad always joked with me and my mom that we would sit on the couch and watch TV and our feet would be moving in the exact same way. And he always said that he could tell my mom's mood just by her feet. If they're rubbing up against each other really, really quickly, she's pissed as fuck. Stay away. Be like, oh, God, what happened? What'd I do? Go check my honey-do list. I didn't do something. Oh, my God, I'm in trouble. If it was just a really slow kind of rub, 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 she was getting sleepy, she was content, stuff like that. It turns out I kind of have the same thing with my feet. Aww. So at night, when Daddy J comes to tuck me in, because I pass out a lot earlier than he does, he will look at me un- like my feet will sometimes be moving under the covers and he'll look at it and be like, oh, are you happy all tucked in and snuggled in right now, princess? And I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? He goes, I can read your feet. Yeah. So it's a thing. Don't think it isn't. 
All right. Well, let's talk about different ways you can get consent. All right. Let's start off with you can just point blank ask for it. Yep. May I do this? Are you okay if I do this? Can I keep going? Do you want this? Personal favorite of mine, this is John's favorite, give me a color. So you have to actually sit there, think about it instead of going, yes, just regular. You got to sit there and go, am I red? Am I yellow? Am I green? Okay, I'm green. Go. And here's the fun part. Here's where you can use the traffic light system. Sometimes I will say I'm greenish yellow. (laughs) Sometimes I'm yellowish green. Sometimes I'm just greenish. You ever say I'm pink? Uh, No, that's usually what they say when they look at my ass. You're pink. (laughs) So you need to be aware. The more information you can give specific into your consent, the better it's going to be for your top to understand what's going on. And that's when we talk about active consent. Okay. I am giving you my active consent. So there's other ways to ask for consent as well, rather than just plain old saying it. There's the whole body language paying attention to part that we just mentioned. There's what I do, which is we've already gone through a whole bunch of stuff, but I will still ask before using an implement by showing it to them and kind of either quirking an eyebrow or be like, eh, that one? Yeah. Or something like that instead of specifically saying, hey, can I use this one now? Are you ready for this one? I'll just, you know, do it a lot simpler. You need to be able to read a person's body language. You would be amazed at how much information you can get. For example, for me, my toes. My toes will give me away. Some people get more quiet during the scene. or They won't make eye contact with you. My little side goes nonverbal quite often, so I do the butt wiggle. There you go. What are some things that you see from your bottoms that tell you maybe they're... Not full out revoking consent, but getting to that point where they might say for it and therefore revoke consent. Jerking away. Yeah. Jerking away is a big one. When they're giving consent and I keep going with the same implement, they'll usually do that slow writhing wiggle kind of a thing where they're moving their shoulders, arching their back, the big heavy deep breath in of it's (gasps) that that's to me is green. Keep going. Don't stop what you're doing. If they jerk away from it suddenly or go, oh, it's not necessarily, it still has a verbal component, but it's a, oh, it's a knee jerk. I didn't like that. They don't want to say it, but it's a, oh, don't, oh, kind of thing. Now here's one that's interesting. Giggles. People who giggle when I hit a spot, they will jerk away. They will giggle. The really hard part is figuring out if it's a nervous giggle where they did not like it, but they're giggling because I have that. I have a nervous giggle. Or if it's, oh my God, that tickled. That's kind of cool. Do it again. It's a really fine line and you have to be able to figure that out. One of the things in Impact that's similar is when I'm topping, you'll hear me say, stick your butt out, (laughs) right? If If I notice that either A, I'm having to remind them a lot, or B, when they do stick it out, it's taking longer for them and oh, they're moving slower yeah. and they're more hesitant. That's a sign. Definitely. So those are all the things you need to be aware of. Sometimes you have to ask why they seem to be pulling back. It may be something as simple. They need you to slow down, but they don't want you to stop. It could be that I need you to start avoiding that particular spot. It doesn't always have to be, I'm being hesitant because I need you to stop. But when you see that hesitation, get clarification on what's going on. Oh, yeah, definitely ask. ask. And here's a big one. Ready? Make it okay to say no. Yes, doms. Are you listening? Or tops, I should say. Both. All of it. 
make your bottom or sub feel safe in saying no. One of the nicest, kindest, best things you can do is if and when they say no and or safe word, praise them for it. Oh, God, yes. Tell them what a great job they did, how proud you are of them for sharing how they feel. Make it a safe zone to say no and to revoke consent. Not to mention, we've recently discovered praise kink. So that'll really work well for you. Because a lot of times, and especially with submissives and service submissives, they don't want to say no to you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They don't want to feel like a failure. I can't tell you how many times I hear from submissives slash bottoms. I didn't want to say for it because I didn't want to disappoint. And that's not right. If you're, if you feel that you're disappointing someone because you safe worded, you, you gotta have to discuss that. That's a big communication error because that's not active consent or enthusiastic. Right. I know you don't like that word, but I feel like that should have been. Yeah. And if you don't revoke consent, then they're thinking that it's okay to keep going. Okay. So let's get back to informed consent. It is your job as the top to inform your bottom about the risks involved with each toy that you're going to use. It is your responsibility as the bottom to ask the questions if they're not telling you. So if you have a concern about what a particular toy may be, for example, let's talk about it. Let's go back to our curry comb, <laughs> All right? I've played with them before. I did not need Dar to inform me. Let's assume I hadn't played with them before. It is, it is the responsibility of both sides, not just one, both sides to go, hey, what are the risks involved with this particular toy? See, now that's interesting because I don't think I put it together that if I even smacked you just a little bit that that thing could have drawn blood. So that was me not being informed because I don't ever use it like that. That was the only time I'd ever used it like that. Well, that's the whole thing. Even a toy that you use regularly, if you're going to use it a different way, Mm-hmm. You need to be aware of what those risks are. Yep. Now, we were lucky in our situation. I didn't care. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, I didn't. You were more upset than I was. Yes. <laughs> but when we talk about consent, it's on both sides. It's not just the bottom that has to consent. It's also the top. Mm-hmm. For and sure. In that case, you didn't consent to blood play. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. I was amused, but I'm also easily amused. Yeah, I think uh, so was the entire Discord server because that we found out by Rara posting the picture and I was two floors above her when she posted that. I was getting in the shower and she was still in my basement and she goes and I went, is that blood in the Discord server? And she's like, oh, yeah. And everybody lost it. Well, because they know how much I love blood play and how much Dar doesn't. Everybody knows how much I don't. (laughs) The entire world at this point knows. I mention it often enough. I think people know. <laughs> As the top, one of the things you have to do is you should know all the risks involved in the different toys that you use. Use them on yourself. Learn about them. Understand what they're going to do so that you can tell those risks to your bottom. And so your bottom can make the most informed decision that they can. And then everybody's happy. It's the metaphorical hit yourself with the curry comb. Well, Yeah. I said metaphorical. Yeah, because there's no way you're hurting yourself with that. I wouldn't. No. That's why I said metaphorical. (laughs) Let's talk about how much enthusiasm is required, since that seems to be a sticking point for me. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. I confess it. It's my hang up. I I think we don't necessarily need cheerleader Rara with pom-poms going, oh my God, I want to do that. Yeah. 
not to say that I haven't done that, usually right before a blood play scene with, with Simple Beauty. Jesus. Yes, yes, we're going to do blood play. Woohoo! And I'm usually listening to it going, <laughs> all right, going to exit the room now. Thank you very much. <gasps> no, so, but in reality, it's not going to be the most enthusiastic thing you've ever seen in your whole life when these people consent. All right. And, and please don't hold your breath waiting for people to start jumping up and down. Yeah, only, I, only I, Rara does that. No, and I try not to do it too often because if I'm nude, I could hit myself with my boob <laughs> and it's just, it's not good for anybody. <laughs> Plus, it really hurts when those things come oh, down dear. if you're not wearing a bra. God, yes. I did a jumping jack one time naked. <gasps> what the fuck were you thinking? I have no idea. I thought they fell off. Oh my God, no. Never. That hurts Never so Never do jumping jacks bad. naked. Ever. I, I learned. Especially somebody who doesn't like pain. I'm... I learned, okay? I never did it again. In fact, I never did a jumping jack with a bra ever again. (laughs) Listen, I can't do speed bumps, go over speed bumps without a bra. That hurts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, been there, done that. Ooh, try walking down the stairs with these things without a bra. That's also fun. That's one hand to hold them in place. (laughs) Cradle the boobies. Cradle the boobies. Okay. I, woo, there's my image of the day. Just hopping <laughs> down the stairs holding them one holding the boobies. Hey, you do what you gotta do. Yeah, you know, we, we've learned a lot of tricks over the years on how to get through a day. With big boobs. With the boobies. Hashtag big boob problems. <laughs> oh dear God, now you've opened it up. Oh, I've been using that hashtag for years, honey. You know there's a cartoon with that. No. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I'll have to show it to you. There's an actual cartoon of big boob problems. Okay. I consent to and that. And an entire subreddit. Well, yeah. <laughs> we do have issues. There's the itty bitty titty committee. Then there's the over the shoulder boulder the holder. holder. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. I thought you were going to be our podcast dom today. I was, but I got over it. Okay. Well, that again, position still right. open. But as I said, if you listen in on one of my scenes, you'll hear a wide variety of ways I give consent. Sometimes they're absolutely. Sometimes it could be absolutely. And sometimes you'll hear, okay, <laughs> well, if you insist, I guess so. So my question to that is, are you kind of playing that or are you actually thinking, oh, I don't know if I really want to do this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That explains so much. <laughs> Sometimes it's, I'm fooling around. For instance, canes. I joke I have a love-hate relationship with canes. I love to hate them, and I hate that I love them. They love you and you hate them? I just, canes are very painful. Mm-hmm. Probably, I actually believe it or not, it's going to be weird. I find canes more painful than my spiked paddles. I don't understand why, whatever. Something wrong with you. We've established that. Oy. We've established that, Okay. But canes leave great marks. At this point, my ass is so leather that pretty much the only thing that leaves marks on me are anything that breaks the skin and canes. So I do the canes, but they hurt like a motherfucker. So I hate them. I bet they hurt more than the motherfucker. Oh, I love the motherfucker. So I need to come up with another way to say it. They hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Very descriptive. I yes, love it. Okay. You should be a writer. There you go. <laughs> so I hate them because they hurt a lot. But I love pain and I love the marks that they leave. So it's a little, uh, so it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. I hate that I love them and I love that and I love to hate them. You will never hear me saying, yay, canes. It won't happen. What you will hear me go is, yay, canes. <laughs> Sounds like what I said to the impact scene. <laughs> <Right>? Yay. <laughs> 
or OG canes are being used. Woo. <laughs> That's like. But see, I can hear the sarcasm in your voice. Right. I can hear you actually going, okay, yeah, no, we're going to do canes. But the show. you know me. Yeah. And the show you're putting on is, oh, canes. Okay. Right. I will do a lot. Somebody will hit me and I'll go, why are you hurting me? I thought you loved me. Oh, God. Can you imagine somebody outside of that scene hearing that? Right? But here's the thing. Again, I talk, my scenes are group activities. Mm-hmm. I like to include everybody you in my scenes. You do a lot scenes. of audience participation. I do. And I'll turn to the audience and say, do you see how they hurt me? <laughs> that sounds like what I did with uh, that one girl who was bratting out on my table. And I turned and I looked at everybody in the room. And I was like, do do you hear this? Do, did she just... Uh, and I'll, I'll get the audience and like, yeah, you should do something about that. You should punish her. And I'm like, what? I think I should. Right. And then I'll do something and she'll see, scream at me. And, and I'll scream. say things like, do you see what she's doing to me? She's hurting me. And usually the response back is, she should hit you again. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, but you like that. And so then I'll look up. at them and I'll be like, oh, you want her to hurt me? Yes, we do. You don't love me either. No, we don't. Right? So if you're if you're one of the regulars to my scenes, you'll laugh, you'll joke, you'll be in on it, you'll participate. If you're new and you're watching, it's uncomfortable sounding. <laughs> you might be like, "What the fuck is going I on?" I think with the audience participation, though, actually, like basically knowing our lines, I'm, a new person would get it. I'm hoping. Hope. I'm hoping somebody can read the room. Uh, sometimes I said, I'm easier hoping, said than done. Right? <laughs> And if I think about it and there's somebody new, I'll try to explain to them beforehand that my scenes are like odd performance art. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Right? Come on. Oh, Is that not a good explanation? No, because I just pictured an art gallery doing a BDSM scene and somebody trying to purchase it. I'm for sale at the right price. Oh, my God. What do you think pro-doming is, bitch? (laughs) Okay, see... that's not how that came across. <laughs> All right. Because I like to play games with you like that's that. That's not how that came across. Just saying. Because I like to drive you crazy. Yeah, you do that without <laughs> trying. Let's just... Uh, and I have blanket consent to do that. Yeah, she does. I did consent to her driving me crazy. So if I end up in a loony bin and I it's blame Rara for it, it's all her. Sorry, right? not sorry. But that's why enthusiastic consent is such a hard word for me to really embrace. I get what people's point is, but if you are playing with somebody new and you don't know how they joke around like that, then I understand why you need to make sure that you hear a sincere, active, yes, I give consent. So should we change this around to instead of enthusiastic, we're going to now promote sincere, active consent? That works for me too. Wait, wait, wait. Sincere, active consent. Sack. Oh, I like that. Sack. Yes. I wait, like wait. it. So we can do sack it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, none of that shit was planned. <laughs> sack it to me, baby. <laughs> oh shit, there's another hashtag sack it to me, baby. <laughs> oh sh- <laughs> Oh my god. We cannot be trusted. <sighs> When were we ever? Yeah, I know. All right. So as the top, as the dom, whatever term you want to use, check in with your partner, especially if you're new 
and you can't read their body language as well. The constant checking in is key. You, you definitely want to do that regardless of whether or not you've had sack. <laughs> I'm going to make this a thing. Okay. This is going hey. the way of aftercare salami people. I don't know. That aftercare salami is a tough act to live up to. I don't care. But I, I'm, I'm behind you. Okay. I'm going to try. Promote the sack. Promote the sack. <laughs> Sincere, active, consent. consent. I like this right. word. So we've talked already about making it safe to say no. Just remind your partner that they are allowed to say no or safe word whenever they need to. Ask for colors. Ask them where they're at because that will force them to tell you where they are. Hopefully, they'll tell you the truth. Yeah. That's and that's the other thing. If you have somebody new you're working with, how do you trust that they are telling the truth? Try not to play with a partner that you're not sure if they're honest with you. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I don't do pickup play. Well, I need to know somebody before I will play with them. I do a lot of pickup play. I do new people at parties that I've never worked with all the time. Okay, so then how do you know that when they're saying yes, they really mean yes? Body language. I am actually one of those people that is extremely good at reading body language. I'll say that flat out. I am very, very good at reading body language. I can't observe. I'm not the most observant person in the world when it comes to like normal life. But when it comes to this particular kink, fuck yeah, I'm very good at reading it. You've had a lot of years of experience. I know the general body signals. And when there's a new one, I'm pretty good about reading that too. Like that one person who was the first time I played with them and they went nonverbal. And this was before I even realized that was a thing. This was many, many moons ago. And they stuck their hand behind their back because they were face down ass up. So I couldn't see any face, but they started flicking their fingers. And I, I recognized that. And I said, do you need me to stop? And I got a, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. So we stopped. But again, this is something I will just say I'm very good at. So, and if I'm at like a big uh, party or an event that I don't know the people that I'm demonstrating on, that's something I have to really pay attention to. And I'm very good at blocking out the rest of the event and just concentrating on that person who is on my table. And that's something you should work on. If you do bigger events like that, or even smaller events with somebody that you've never worked with before, blocking everything out takes, takes practice. I will say that took me a while. But once you get to that point and you can do it easily, that's way better for you and the bottom. Dar, do you want to know a secret? Of course. Between you and me? Just between you and me. Got it. You know how we say that bottoms can revoke consent? Mm-hmm. Did you know tops can revoke consent too? Yes, because you did. Even if their bottom says yes. Oh, I've done it. Oh, so it's, I guess, the same thing as stopping a scene. I, I did it to... I did it to somebody. I, I suspended a scene that I was watching. I think I've told this story. It was at Fetball and my partner in crime, my protege, Bobby, was doing a scene. And the person that he negotiated with neglected to tell him about a um, insulin pump. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know you know that story. Right. I guess they didn't quite understand the question of, do you have any medical devices that run on battery or electrical medical devices. They didn't, I guess, put that mm -hmm. together, but there was a freaking insulin pump and I saw it and I didn't actually know what it was, but I saw it and I saw that it was attached to their body and I stopped the scene and then I pointed it out to Bobby and then Bobby stopped the, well, he's the one that actually revoked consent for the rest of the scene, but you're allowed to do that. Right. And you can do it even if your bottom says yes. Mm -hmm. If you feel even for a second 
that your bottom's yes is not sincere. That maybe they're just trying to please you. Yes. Or they're in subspace and are not able to make good informed consent. I have done that decisions. It is your right. It is your responsibility as the top to revoke the consent and end a scene. I had a client a few months ago who I had discussed violet wand, acupuncture pen, TENS unit, all the different things that I offered. And we did violet wand and acupuncture pen. I highly recommend always not doing the TENS unit on the very first try because you don't know. And one of my rules is I don't get consent for another implement uh, during the scene because they're high. Yes. They're high as fuck. Yeah. That's actually a very good point. Let's talk about that for a second. One of the reasons we talk about not negotiating during a scene is for just this reason. You cannot give informed consent when you're altered. Yeah. And being in subspace is an is altered a state. state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you can revoke consent. We're yeah. not talking about that, but you cannot give consent. Yeah. So for example, this guy wanted to try the TENS unit. I have uh, special cock rings that attach to the TENS unit. You put on one on the bottom, one on top, the current goes through it. He wanted to try it. I said, no, you did not give consent prior to the scene starting in order to do this. In fact, I encourage you not to. It's not a good idea. And I said, in your highest shit right now, we're not doing that. So I, as the responsible top who read his body language and knew he would be into it, I knew this guy would love it. I still said no. That's the responsible thing to do. That is the the right thing to do, the ethical thing to do. I'm just tooting my own horn right there. Nothing wrong with that. I'd like to think we know what the hell we're talking about, which is why people should be listening to us. Just saying. Yeah, but see, the point is, and that was just an example, you as the top, as the responsible person who is informed, you should know what tools you're working with that may or may not need extra consent. And that, to me, the TENS unit is extra consent level. What does consent not look like, Rara? What can you do that is not? Well, you could be Mm non-responsive. You could be visibly upset, disengaged. Mm-hmm. looking else, anywhere else than your top. Yeah, that to me does not, In that's that's just not, I, I want to use the word enthusiastic, but if you're mm-hmm. kind of looking somewhere else and you don't look like you're really actually into the scene, mm-hmm. probably better to just stop. You cannot consent if you're incapacitated. Drugs, alcohol, subspace. No, definitely. Okay. Nobody can consent under that. Consent cannot be forced. Coerced. Yeah. Guilted. Under duress. All these words. You can't do it because it doesn't count. That's not actual consent. Remember how we talked about sack? Yes. <laughs> it must be. Sack sin- it to me, baby. <laughs> it must be sincere. Yeah. And if it's coerced or guilted or anything like that, or they don't want to disappoint their dom or, you know, whoever it is, that's not sincere. Now, we have a couple of good tools you can use to help work on consent. There is a BDSM consent communications workbook that is available through a lovely user on TikTok called Subspeaks. And it is a good checklist to use for your hard and soft limits, places to write what interests you and what doesn't. It's a really good resource for beginners because it's pretty open-ended. Yeah, it's, it's good. If you're looking for something a little bit more defined with more information we have a BDSM consent checklist. 
that lists just about every potential BDSM activity that you can think of. Of course, there's always room to add more. Right. Uh, so we're going to be getting that up on our resources page on our web, on our website on pinkkinkpodcast.com. But even if you don't want to use all of those, if you just write out what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and share that with your partner mm-hmm. so that you can go through it and I then actually, you have consent right there in black and white. I used to have the very first thing I would have a new sub do is write a red and green list. Well, red, green, yellow list, but mostly what I was looking for was the red and green. Yeah. And it's, it's the easiest way to just get consent right there. And if you're worried about saying no while you're staring at the person, go off into your little corners and fill out the list mm-hmm. and then go over it together. All right. So we've agreed we are now changing to sack <laughs> sincere, active, active consent. consent. And we're going to use that instead of enthusiastic. I like it. Sack it to me, baby. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on. Every single scene, I'm going to be like, all right, you're ready to sack it to me? There What's you your answer? And they'll right. be like, I'm ready. <laughs> so help help us make this a thing. Sack. Spread the sack. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I don't know if we can. I don't think we can do that. I hope not. <laughs> spread the word. Spread the word. Yeah, that's well, a good spread. thing we make an acronym that's spelled out pussy. <laughs> personal i don't <laughs> i'll work on that for another episode oh, geez. <laughs> all right i think that's a good place to stop thank you for hanging out with us today if you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share you can send us a voicemail and maybe it will be shared in a future episode just go to pink kink podcast.com to contact us follow us on twitter instagram and fetlife at the handle pink kink podcast join our facebook group pink kink podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters if you love what we do and are able to help support us we are on patreon just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast even if you can't show your support financially there are other ways you can help You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.